It's being rec recorded. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're back from outer space. I was about to start singing that. And that's all we're going to do with that. Don't worry. You're well under the 30 seconds mark. We're I know, good. but I always, I always panicked. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> They're making, I'm making uh, Instagram posts. See if anybody, anybody gets, gets it. <gasps> Exciting. I've I've had a couple people uh, asking us. I know. Uh, so, uh, hi. Hey guys. Oh, we're maybe back. we should. Yeah, maybe we should <laughs> actually start the podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, hi, and welcome back to I'll Tell You What, a spoopy podcast. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm Miranda, and it's our third season. <laughs> yep, we're back. We're uh, not sure what day these are going out on, but hopefully it's a consistent <laughs> we're not schedule. Sure, what year it is? <laughs> um, I are we in 1984? No. I know. I I don't understand the reference you're making. It wasn't really a reference until I said the year and then that came, became a like conspiracy thing. Don't worry oh, about it. Oh. Is that what today's topic is? It's a conspiracy. Oh. Bum bum bum. Uh but Wait. before before we get started, go ahead and if you like our little show. If you um, like our little show. It's a little show. We're 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 just a nice tiny but mighty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, uh, don't forget to like leave a rating, a review on your podcasting app of choice. Only positive thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Miranda's rule is uh, please don't hurt our feelings. Don't hurt my feelings. I'm very <laughs> sensitive and I'm very stressed out. And I just, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get started, we would like to thank our Patreon patrons said it correctly just for you third season woohoo start a new leaf uh Aaron starting a new leaf yes <laughs> where i don't purposely just <laughs> try to gaslight you welcome, welcome <laughs> to our mixed metaphors friends starting a new leaf <laughs> not turning one over just starting a whole new one i'm sprouting <laughs> and now i'm concerned um but yes we would like to thank our patreon subscribers um Aaron and David Metis. Yeah, okay. I didn't know if I was saying both or you were saying both. I didn't know. But yes, thank you guys so much. Um, we really appreciate you guys. And actually, your stuff is in the mail. <gasps> I know it's crazy. Oh my goodness. Uh, I I also have a message that I hopefully by the time this goes out has been sent to you on Patreon. Heads up. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate the support. And we really... Love you guys, and we love doing this. Uh, we've gotten a few messages actually I asking know. like when we're coming back and everything. And surprise, oh here we are. Stars. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think it's mostly people thinking we were dead or something, or just not ever coming back. <laughs> well, that happens a lot. I mean, the fact yeah. that we had two seasons for such a small podcast that it has a tiny but uh, but diligent following—I'll say that. Mm -hmm. Sorry, keep knocking the cord around. But for for a small podcast who doesn't have the world's largest following but they're diligent and they are dutiful i'm not saying any of the words that i need to say what is it what what are the word what is loyal loyal <laughs> loyal is a good word i don't know why i was thinking of a d word but fine loyal the loyal following that we do have a lot of people would just have given up by now yeah and um but we're not that kind of people. Also, we just like to listen to ourselves talk. So, <laughs> and we love hearing your guys' feedback too. So, that's always appreciated. Yeah. Um as far as updates go on life or on life in general, I guess. Uh, we uh, both got brief. new phones. Um, yeah. <laughs> my my phone is no longer, you know, a brick that I can just, you know, throw on the floor when I'm frustrated. So, that's a little and I have Sad, a nice but new camera. So, oh, I got cast in another musical. So, Woo, go Miranda. Um Sorry, my last <laughs> recording is going to be very interesting this season. I'm going to be honest. I don't think we're going to promise a, a steady schedule of releasing. Uh, but, but we're we will our be best. releasing and we are trying our best. And that's that. And we appreciate you guys, as and always. We do. We appreciate your patience. This is Kamikaze Podcasting. I don't know if I'm allowed <laughs> to say that anymore. Uh, it It's... Is that phrase okay? We're ride or die podcasting. There you go. Let's go with that. We're sporadic podcasting. Chaotic. <laughs> it, uh, sp sp sporadic dusting. Nope, that didn't work. Okay. Okay, a funny joke I just had to say before we actually get started. Uh-huh. Had nothing to do with anything. Um, our Great. brother 
gifted me a pair of he- uh, wireless oh, yeah? headphones that came with his phone, I guess, that he already owned. So he like gave me and mom a pair, which yeah. is great. They're called Buds Live, but I but they look like beans. And they really <laughs> missed out a chance to call them either Live Beans or Beans Live. <laughs> and I will forever be calling them Beans Live instead. Uh, you know, stick look, to your guns. They look like beans, <laughs> Ashlyn. I know. He had me borrow them when I was uh, weird. in Ohio the last time. You stick them in your ear and it looks like a bean is in your ear. It's very strange. Yeah, but he got, he got nice. some pretty nice ones. Yeah, he gave mom some pink ones. I'm jealous. Uh, anyway i have so many pairs of pink earbuds it's kind of ridiculous i've got like three pairs of pink earbuds for some reason all right they're probably getting (laughs) bored of us so we probably get okay i'll have edited this down by the time that they hear it are you gonna cut out my beans joke probably not okay good your beans joke will be safe um so we should probably just go ahead and give the people what they want more witty banter yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that's definitely what they wanted (laughs) well true to form uh we ended last where did we end last season (laughs) Uh, on my episode yeah what was your episode on Miranda Uh, I actually I remember I did a really like oh Black Dahlia I was like I remember I worked really hard on it Uh, I don't remember anything else oh I'm not logged into anchor on Oh, on my new phone. Okay, don't worry about it. Uh, Yeah, so true to form, it was Miranda's episode last. She did the Black Dahlia. And so that means it's my turn to start you off this season. So Miranda, I'll tell you what. What? I'll tell you about the Titanic conspiracy. Well, it definitely happened. (laughs) Something happened, that's for sure. Uh, But is it what we thought it was? Or is this about the movie? No, no, it's got nothing to do oh, with the movie. <laughs> if you've got conspiracies about the movie, save that till the end. We'll go over it. Okay. It'll be great. I don't, but <laughs> I'm sure I'll make up some on the way. Sounds great. Okay, so the theory. Are you aware of any conspiracies surrounding the Titanic? I'm sure there are some Titanic deniers. <laughs> um, they were crisis actors. Yeah, things like that. Um Oh, I I honestly, I think I heard of a chick who uh-huh. supposedly was on the Titanic or something. I don't know. I heard, and I don't remember, very vaguely. So <laughs> you tell me, and if, if the story comes up, I'll go, oh, yeah, this is the one, okay? All right, sounds good. So the theory, <laughs> the theory is that the actual ship that struck the iceberg and sank was not the Titanic, but its sister ship, the Olympic. I remember this. In an act of insurance fraud. <gasps> Our cat performs that all the time. <laughs> he really does. He'll like run he, up behind you. He like uh, runs in front of you as you're walking and then you, you'll accidentally like kick him or something. Not very hard. And you go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he runs to the kitchen and sits in front of his treats. This cat is out <laughs> for insurance fraud. <laughs> He's really trying it, man. Shameful. So, so I'm thinking of calling this episode um, a titanic amount of insurance fraud. But <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I labeled my notes here. It's so long. But that's so <laughs> funny. Thank you. Thank I you. like it. <laughs> so uh, are you aware of... <laughs> sorry. Are, are you, you familiar still- <laughs> with the titanic disaster? <laughs> are you aware? It's late. I'm sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> no, I've are you, never heard of the Titanic. <laughs> are you familiar with the details of the Titanic disaster? Um, yes. There was these two people who met on the boat. No, absolutely Jack not. We are I'm not kidding. talking about I've that. I've watched that movie exactly one time, and I had to split it up into two separate days because it's too long. And honestly, half the movie didn't need to be there. All people want to see is the sinking of the dang ship. Okay? I'm going to be honest. Yeah. That's all people want. Just give them that. That maybe the unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah, that. We just need that. We don't need the romance. Well, the thing is, is there's a lot of like romantic kinds of stories surrounding the Titanic. Yeah, and there are so many accounts, and a lot of them are tragic and everything. And it's again rich history with uh, the people involved in this, Um, and it's just tragic that they made up a story around it right it's kind of like never mind i was gonna say like the easter story i need you to shut up now (laughs) (laughs) inside jokes anyway (laughs) 
the real story of the Titanic disaster. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know where I thought you were going to go for that for a second. But for some reason, it wasn't towards the Titanic. <laughs> oh, okay. this is why we don't record this late. Okay. It's not so, even that late. It's only 830. It's 903. Oh, my God. It's late. Yeah, it's because I spent the last half hour telling Josh to leave the room. <laughs> okay. So, the actual Titanic. On April 15th, 1912, the Royal the Mail Steamer, RMS, Titanic, reportedly sank in the North Atlantic Ocean on its maiden voyage from Southampton to New York City. Yeah. See, I already got the allegedly, but it was reportedly because... No, I, I meant allegedly after you said the real Titanic. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I see. I just, it was just a delayed It, it was response. delayed, yes. I get it. Okay. So... The Titanic had departed that day first at noon from Southampton and collected passengers at ports in France and Ireland before heading westward into the Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, in total, there were 892 crew members and 1,320 passengers. It should be noted that the total passenger capacity, however, was 2,435, meaning that the ship had only about a little over half of its uh Potential yeah. passengers. Oh, wow. Which was very strange. So most of the crew was fairly inexperienced, um, which was kind of odd at the time. But there was a coal miner strike that was happening around this time. So it was likely a lot of uh, people were usually in, in other professions but mm. needed the work. However, it was pretty difficult to find people, despite the coal miner strike going on, to actually work this ship. But we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Only about six watch officers and 39 seamen were in the crew, uh, and they had arrived on the ship in Southampton, meaning that they were unable to familiarize themselves with the ship. Yeah. So before it was the in Southampton. The world's largest cruise ship. Well, the, uh, the Olympic actually was basically the same as it. Yeah. They, they were nearly identical. We'll get into that later, though. Um, but yeah, so before it was... Before it arrived in Southampton, the uh, the Titanic was actually made in Belfast. Mm. And so it sailed from Belfast to Southampton. And then in Southampton is where it picked up the majority of its crew, which was very strange. Yeah. Who sailed it? Uh, there, there was a full crew that sailed it from Belfast to Southampton. But then they left? Yeah. A lot of them did. We'll get into that later. <laughs> mm. Uh so while in the Atlantic, the Titanic received calls from other ships warning of ice and icebergs, which the captain ac- acknowledged. Uh, at 2339, uh, or 1139 a.m., on April 14th, lookout Frederick Fleet spotted an iceberg. The Titanic struck said iceberg, and it scraped along the starboard side of the ship. Long story short, the ship had about 16 compartments below sea le- level where there were holds, engines, boiler rooms, etc. And each compartment had doors that were watertight when sealed. Yeah. It's been proposed that the first five or six of these compartments toward the stem or the front of the ship were damaged and water began to flood in at a rate of about seven long tons per second, which would be about 15,680 pounds per second. Mm. Faster than what could be pumped out. Uh, the Titanic could only withstand two of the compartments being flooded and would start to sink if more uh, were taking on water. And why did it have so many? I'm sorry. But like... Well, because it, it, it needed the compartments in there. And if you got damage on the ship, you wouldn't necessarily know which two compartments could <gasps> have it. So, Fine. Anyway... The ship began sinking, and one crewmate determined that the ship would most likely sink within two hours. Jeez. He was accurate. Uh, at 0003, uh, 12.03 a.m., on April 15th, the ship's captain ordered that the lifeboats be uncovered and passengers start being evacuated. Uh-huh. This, however, was not enough, as there were not enough lifeboats, and the crew was not properly trained for how many people could board a lifeboat at a time. Thus launching many of said lifeboats far below their capacity. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, Each boat had a capacity for about 68 people. But, for example, the first lifeboat uh, launched only had 28 passengers. Oh, my God. 
because they wanted to err on the side of caution. Their ship was already sinking. Some people actually surmised that they were safer on the ship than they would be on lifeboats. At this time, a lot of people did not know what was going on. I don't think you're going to be safer on the sinking ship. Yeah. The giant sinking ship. So Keep Going down, buddy. You remember our numbers of uh, 892 crew and uh, 1,320 passengers? Sure, yeah. I memorized those two exact numbers. Uh-huh. It's, it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, about 1,500 people died. Oh, geez. So that's not only, you know, most of yeah. them. It's almost all of them. Yeah. It's insane. It's been estimated that if the lifeboats had been filled to capacity, about 500 more people would have been saved. Saved, yeah. That's that's insane. It's the largest. There's a reason it's considered like the largest maritime disaster. Yeah. Uh, because it is. Um, that's an um, insane number of people to have died on such a large ship. Yeah, that should have been equipped because it was a luxury pleasure cruise. Yeah, well, we'll get into the lifeboat thing too because that was actually fairly standard at the time. Uh, because... The uh, the cruise line did not want uh, their passengers Ugly to have to lifeboats. look at like a continuous row of lifeboats, basically. So um, yeah, I'd I'd be fine with that because then I'd be like, okay, if the thing <laughs> well, and if this thing sinks, we're covered. Well, the whole lifeboat thing was uh, surround so that entire thing in lifeboats. I'll be fine. Well, the ships had rockets, so they could like notify other ships like they were <laughs> that they were in rockets. trouble. Yeah, I know. Um, like flares, and so then. It was thought that there would be enough ships around that the um, the people would be able to get in the lifeboats and, like, ferry to the other ships so the lifeboats could come back. Yeah, I don't think there was anybody else around. Um, uh, the ship's survivors were picked up by the uh, RMS Carpathia. Keep that in mind for later. Okay. Carpathia. Okay. So, these sister ships, the Olympic... And the Titanic. Which one of us would be the Titanic? <laughs> yeah, okay, we're not answering that one. Thank you. <laughs> the giant tragedy. <laughs> Thanks, Miranda. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you literally, like, wrote that out for me. <laughs> I really did. I didn't I say which it. one it was either. I, I said it, and I regret it. But who Just knows? Saying, Maybe you're the I real did. one sinking then. At bum, work? Bum, bum. Hmm. <laughs> At work, quite the possibility, let me just say. So both the RMS Titanic and RMS Olympic uh, were built by White Star Line. Uh, White Star Line was the cruise line that, and it was, yeah. White Star Line was a cruise line, uh, and it was bought by American financier J.P. Morgan in 1903. <gasps> J.P. Morgan? Mm-hmm. Wait, what was he in recently? That There's something about J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan oh! is... Sorry, I screamed. Um, really did. I started watching that new series I was telling the you Gilded about. The Gilded Age? The Gilded Age. I have not finished it. I don't even know what episode I'm on. Um, Welcome but, to the Gilded Age. But they keep talking about the new money and it's and they keep talking uh -huh. about all these big names that are like now like the names you know in new york city but oh these, i know these guys are the people that they're con that they were considering the new money and they didn't like them uh -huh. the wealthy people didn't like these new people like jp morgan because they're not um of aristocratic background yeah because they were new but the Rockefeller they were talking about the rockefellers and jp morgan that's Oh my gosh. And they were referencing all these people and I was just like, those are the money people. <laughs> God, yeah. So and I just thought it was funny. And well, that's what I Yeah. I was listening this is, about. This JP was back Morgan. when like you could like when the American dream was like Yeah. Thriving. But the thing is, is also it was only a small handful of people that were actually achieving it. Mm -hmm. You know? And this was also the time that a lot of people were like trying to rush to America. And everything, yeah. which is one of the reasons it is surprising that the ship was only about half full yeah, of passengers. A lot of people wanted to come to America, the land of dreams. But it was super duper expensive. Like yeah. one of the estimates uh, for how much a first class uh, ticket would cost um, was like over $4,000, which nowadays would be over $117,000. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Ay, ay, ay. Getting back to White Star Line and J.P. Morgan. Uh, the sailing industry 
at the time. Please note. Uh, was like, known like ceilings. Sailing. Oh, sailing. Like 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 boats. I was like, we're there was talking an about industry for ceilings. Oh my. Specifically. Miranda, context clues are a thing. Well, maybe work on your pronunciation. You really want to try me on that one? <laughs> Especially the way I just said pronunciation. Yeah. Hush you. Anyway. <laughs> so the sailing industry, because I've been talking about boats this entire time. I, that's why I was confused about the sealing industry, okay? Was known for fraud. Most passenger ships. Most passenger ships. Yeah. It's fine. I can do this. <laughs> Ashlyn hasn't spoken in about three months. I really haven't. So, Most passenger ships on the North Atlantic route at this time were immigrant ships that were known to be in poor condition, often overloaded, and overinsured. Mm. Yeah. So they're like, we'll get you to America. And, you mu- and you'll you probably might die. Ju- so it's like the Spirit Airlines. Version. <laughs> 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 Yes, it's the spirit and frontier of sailing. <laughs> Don't sue us. Colloquially, <laughs> they were known as coffin ships. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Anyway, <laughs> well, the Olympic had actually been in a few collisions. It was sailing before the Titanic, and it had actually had some damage done. The one steering the Titanic was 62-year-old Captain Edward Smith, who was Commodore. Uh, who was a Commodore of White Star Line. He had previously captained the Olympic, and while he was in command, the ship suffered through at least one major collision. Then why'd they put this man in charge? (coughs) That's a good question. He has a history of running into things with a boat. Well, he did not do the running into. So the collision in question was with a British naval ship, the HMS Hawk, on September 20th, 1911, and caused a good deal of damage. Uh, but it was typical for the Admiral team to investigate the collision if it involved a uh, royal yeah. naval ship. Uh-huh. And reportedly, there were wa- eyewitness accounts claiming that the British naval ship was at fault, but it was ultimately ruled that the accident was caused by the Olympic. It was proposed... It was proposed that the ocean liner's suction had pulled the Hawk into it. And as a result, White Star Line was denied any insurance payout. It is proposed that the damage to the Olympic was so great that it was not worth repairing. So White Star Line switched it with the Titanic and planned the sinking in order to get an insurance payout. Mm -hmm. And yeah, rivets had been popped, steel plating uh, dislodged, propeller and crankshaft damaged, and the keel was bent. Which is one of the, you know, big structures of the ship that really couldn't be completely fixed. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know that. I don't know anything about boats. Um, besides the fact that it, they don't look like they should work. Uh, yeah, just know that. like airplanes. Like, they don't, it doesn't look right. <laughs> this, this looks suspicious to me, but I guess, I guess man. Yeah. Say it works. Defying the laws of physics, let me tell you. Uh, the just ocean know is that also terrifying, and I would never get on a cruise ship like that. Mm-mm-mm. Just know that starboard and port are sides of a ship. You don't even really have to know which side. Is it one the front, one's the back? No, it's left is and the... right. Why would they d- just say the left side of the ship? I don't know which is which, I'll be honest. I think the right is starboard. It's oh been a long God. time since I've done sailing. I was like 12. It wasn't even like real sailing. It was, it was a little boat. A tiny little boat. It was a little sailboat. Jeez. And I steered it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't really care too much for the terminology. <laughs> Sorry, just like war flashbacks. <laughs> so the proposed course of events is that yes. these people wanted... The insurance money, yep. right? Uh, so the Titanic was switched with the Olympic in March of 1912 while they were both in Belfast. The Titanic had not yet been uh, on its main, yes. yeah, released into the world. <laughs> um, it had not been born yet, no. It had uh, not been burst. <laughs> basically, they were, they were still working on getting yeah. it up and running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the Olympic went there 
to uh, get its repairs and everything. So it's proposed mm-hmm. that it was switched in March of 1912. Uh-huh. Fancy little paint job. Switching Titanic on the side. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. Boo-boo, skidoo. I don't know. <laughs> <What>? New boat. <laughs> Woo! New shiny boat, thanks. That's what it's called now. Um, Captain Edward Smith was led in on the plan to sink it. A separate boat, the SS Californian, was sent out prior to the Titanic's departure and would travel to a location where it would be in prime position to pick up the Titanic's passengers when the ship had trouble. Oh, well, interesting, because, um, what was it, 150,000 people died? 15,000 people. Like, there wasn't 150,000 people there. I added a zero. <laughs> I added a zero. So, 15,000 people died? Yeah. Where was the other boat? The Californian, however, was a few miles away from where Captain Smith thought it would be due to Smith adjusting the ship's course. Dumb butt. (laughs) Even if this was like a hack job or whatever. It was poorly executed. It was a hacked up hack job. Yep. Hacked to bits. Well, and the Californian was supposed to be signal supposedly, was supposed to be signaled with uh, colored rockets by the Titanic. But since they were farther away and only saw the white rockets that were launched... I thought you were going to say just colored rocks. Have I been saying rocks instead of rockets? No, you've been saying rockets. Okay, thank you. But when you said colorful, my mind just went to, like, painted rocks. (laughs) And I was like, wow. I got a rock. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But yes. Uh, So... uh, what are the rocks? Getting back on rock- the- Sorry, what do the rocks mean? What are the, the rockets? rockets. Mean? Uh, so there were supposed to be like blue and red rockets as well as the white rockets. Uh-huh. Do they mean different things? Um, not entirely, but yeah. uh, the Californian was looking out for a specific to signal, specifically the colored rockets from the Titanic, Ooh. because uh, they couldn't. If they were planning on getting the passengers from the Titanic, they couldn't really risk going to another ship that was having trouble. Yeah. Uh, since it was waiting the Titanic. So since it only saw the white rockets, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's proposed that that's why they didn't go. They were like, oh, other people are dying. <laughs> Can't worry about them right now. Got to worry about this insurance fraud. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have our jobs here. <laughs> so that's, that's what's thought uh, by people who support this theory, that mm, that's mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evidence, however... Mm. Yes. I mean, however, I mean, it's Besides this the, the evidence for this. They are the same, boat, however, with different paint jobs. Uh, basically, yeah, the two ships were nearly identical to begin with. Uh, and damage sustained in the second collision uh, by the Olympic yeah. uh, would have caused the ship to list a port. Like, the keel was bent, and so it yeah. would, like, be listing to one side, basically. And uh, at least one of the si- science teachers on board, because he was having fun. <laughs> He may have been the only science teacher on board. One of the... (laughs) He may have been the only science teacher on board. Uh, His last name was Beasley. And I I forgot. a Beasley. So do I. Who was a science teacher? My Beasley was a uh, gifted teacher. No. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) She's one of my favorite teachers. She made you do something with bugs. That's something to do with science. There was some science and engineering and stuff going on in there. Just letting you know. Was there her relative? What? Was it her relative? I don't On know. the Titanic. I don't know. I didn't yeah. ask her. What? I didn't what know that. What kind of research is it? <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. We need to make a little cover or like a little uh, <laughs> trailer and put that. What, what? kind of research, what research is this? I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> snuggled me. in there. <laughs> Dazzle me. Uh, but yes, so the science teacher, um, when when he got on the ship, yes. kind of noticed noted that it listed to one side. Yes. So wavered to like one side. Yeah. He was like, "Wow, like this bit. boat feels uneven." Well, well, it's like you know when you're when you're one of your tires is uh, low in your car, and like you actually have to keep correcting your alignments off. <laughs> I would I wouldn't know anything about that. 
I say as my tires, definitely. No, I'm talking about my old car, which they they right. refused to align my tires because <laughs> I needed all of my tire rod ends replaced. And yeah. it was $800 worth of work, and I wasn't about to pay for that. So I just over I just had to literally drive yeah. while correcting. It was bad. It was a screaming metal death trap. It R. really R. was. R.I.P. Soccer Mom Van. Now I have a Prius. Yeah, we know. We covered that last season, Miranda. Thank you. Yeah, but I'm bringing it up again. <laughs> we all have Priuses. <laughs> <laughs> we got, do we do? All right. <sighs> anyway. Uh, one, one of the big pieces of evidence to support the G, whole, yes, the, uh, the idea G. that it was the Olympic instead of the Titanic. So in archived photographs yeah. of the Titanic before it sailed and everything, uh, the Titanic had 14 portholes, like okay. little, little tiny windows. Yes. Um, and the Olympic had 16 <gasps> on its front side. But by the time that the Titanic departed on its maiden voyage... Uh, it had reportedly gained two portholes. <gasps> they yes. could have added two portholes. Maybe. Hmm. Or maybe oh my it was murder. Oh, wait, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was insurance fraud, you can consider It's manslaughter, Miranda. It's not murder. <laughs> if you purposely sink a ship it's with a lot of people on it and 15,000 people die, I'd say that's 1, murder. 1,500, Miranda. <laughs> It sounds better when I say it. <laughs> no. At least I was closer this time instead of 150. <laughs> I literally can't think of my what iPad's going to die, Miranda. <laughs> Why didn't you charge it? Because I'm stupid, remember? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> chop, chop. Anyway, so. Where were we? You know, there's like barnacles in the sea eating the Titanic, and it's going to be gone soon. Yeah, I know. I know that. I'm nope. aware. Yep. It's crazy. Okay, so. <laughs> Fun fact. <clears throat> R.I.P. Fun fact. But no, Miranda, in that case, yes. it would be voluntary manslaughter. I don't consider that manslaughter. I consider it murder. It's accidental murder, which also, means it's manslaughter. Also, manslaughter sounds worse than the word murder. It really murder. does. Slaughter. It's got slaughter in it. Ugh. Continue. So, uh, it also wouldn't be really difficult to uh, disguise... Manslaughter that many people? You'd be surprised. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing about this, Ashlyn. I know. This is Project Sunshine it, all over again. Is it one of... Is it one of those things that it happened so long ago that it's okay to laugh? Not necessarily, but that's later. That's yeah, that's yeah, a we'll later discuss, thing. We'll talk about that. We'll yes. Talk, yes, we'll we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk when we'll you talk. when Don't you worry. when you give us your theories about uh you know Titanic the movie. We'll we'll talk about it. Then. <laughs> the ones I'm gonna make up. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, uh, it it wouldn't be hard to disguise the uh, Olympic as the Titanic. Um. Especially since ads were already using photos from inside the Olympic to advertise for the Titanic. <laughs> and a week before departure, the Titanic's floors were ordered to be carpeted. Now, it's thought that On this was... Boat? Well, and it used to be like tile and linoleum. Uh, but it was thought that this would be to hide the wear and tear. <gasps> On, oh like, the goodness. tiles and linoleum on the Olympics. Stupid. Because it had already been out and about and bebopping around in the ocean. Oh, and people have walked on these floors. <laughs> oh, we can't God. let them know people walk. Anyway, it has to be shiny and new, guys. Come on. However, I mean, if if that was the reason for it to be carpeted, you could have also just retiled it. I was literally thinking that, but maybe cost. Yeah, cost. Um, also, if you're just going to sink it. Okay, fine. Uh... I don't know now the, the cost ratio uh, for carpet versus tile. Fair. Uh, now, remember the coal strike was going on? Yes. Uh, so there were many men needing work. Uh, but the task of acquiring crew, like I said before, mm -hmm. proved very difficult. And most of the crew acquired was very inexperienced. Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> could this have been intentional on White Star Line's part? Hmm. 
And like you were saying, uh, people would have to crew this, still crew the ship um, when it was sailing to Southampton from Belfast. However, only two of the firemen from the crew agreed to stay on once they reached Southampton. Ah, that's what you were talking about. Yeah. Um, they, they had a lot more than just two firemen on there, yeah. you know? They're like, this place is a screaming metal death tra-. Well, I believe firemen at, the, at this point would be for um, the coal and shoveling the coal on the uh, ship and everything. Not like Don't a, quote like, me. Not like firemen. Right, firemen. right. Ew. Also, keep in mind that, you know, uh, this was leaving from uh, the UK and everything. So, um, it's it's also, like, their terminology. I'm pretty sure they still call them firemen. I think hey, so. What do, you, what do they call firemen in the UK? Fire and Rescue Service. According to Wikipedia, these are officially known as a fire and rescue service, which is the term used in modern legislation and by government departments. Hey, Google, stop. <laughs> that was useless. <laughs> that was very useless. That's not what I wanted. I wanted British slang for firemen. Why do you have so many birds up there? <laughs> Sorry. Target has a collection of seasonal birds. <laughs> And I plan to buy them all. Do it. That's great. That one's for my Valentine's Day bird. He's a little Aww. postman. And these are my spring birds. <laughs> my pigeons. Is the bunny in a wheelchair supposed to be mom? No, I'm just being inclusive, okay? Because <laughs> her favorite animals are bunnies. Yeah, but I'm just being inclusive, okay? They had other bunnies that weren't in wheelchairs. <laughs> Huh. What do you want? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I'm trying here. I'm gonna reorder this because that that needs to stay in. Um, now, now we're getting to the passengers. Now, over 50 passengers, many of whom were first class and friends with J.P. Morgan, canceled their plans to sail on the Titanic within a week or so prior to the ship launching. Hmm. These were people who had, like, already bought their tickets, ready to get on. Uh, J.P. Morgan himself uh, claimed that he was ill and and unable to sail. Two days after the sinking, however, a reporter found him in good health at a French resort with his mistress. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. He had also planned to ship a few bronze statues to America via the ship. However, they were taken off about an hour before the ship set out. Interesting. Suspicious. Now, another passenger, Julia Ismay, wife of J. Bruce Ismay, and her children canceled due to her health, but then were seen on a road trip a couple days later. Hmm. Interesting. Now, J. Bruce himself, uh, J. Bruce Ismay himself did, in fact, go on the voyage. Oh. And he's known as one of the people who actually uh, took off their life vest and uh, donned on their suit because he wanted to go out like a gentleman. Mm. Yep. It's kind of cute. In like a really tragic way. It's sad. Yeah. I don't like talking about that part. He wanted to honor. Anyway. Um, So the issues with handling the iceberg are also suspect. As you were about to say earlier, the ship doesn't swerve as it heard how big the iceberg is. <laughs> Technically, if they hadn't swerved, they wouldn't have sunk. Huh. So the Titanic had a reinforced stem, the yeah. very front of the ship, Which that would have allowed sense, it like a bumper. Yeah, it would have allowed it to strike the iceberg without causing irreparable damage to the ship. Interesting. So the maneuver used to avoid an iceberg uh the maneuver you the Titanic used to avoid the iceberg, excuse me, was called a port around. And the one steering the ship at the time, First Officer William Murdoch, attempted to steer the boat's uh, bow to port to avoid the iceberg and then had to turn it quickly to starboard in order for the stern, the back of the boat, to miss mm. the iceberg as well. So, you know, it's like, you know. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure the audience got that <laughs> it's too. It's like when you swerve on the road to avoid like a box or, or something. A pothole or um a except dog. it's a ship. 
And it's in water, and that's not how that works. Yeah. Well, in order to do this, he slowed the ship by reversing the engines. But only the ship's outer engines were reversible, not the center one, which meant the ship could not slow down enough to perform this maneuver. Dumb. And this was atypical uh, maneuvering for this. So typically, the standard practice at the time was to continue full speed ahead and make a sharp turn to avoid the object. But if hitting the object was inevitable, it was better for it to be the stem than the broadside. Yeah. Now, it, uh, oh goodness, the, the problem was actually part of it was that he slowed down at all. Yeah. Because if he'd tr- gone full speed ahead, performed the actual maneuver of just going, you know, turning uh-huh. away from the object, it would have been fine. Okay. Because, you know, that's how it works. But because he tried to go around it instead mm-hmm. of just turning away from it, that's uh, that's what caused the iceberg to hit it broadside. Lovely. Because the rudders themselves didn't have the uh, power that they normally would if it had been continuing full speed mm-hmm. ahead. So it couldn't turn as sharply. No, oh, lovely. Yeah. So it, it, was a, it was a bad maneuver. Stupid. And this was not... Officer Murdoch's first time sailing. This either. was not his first rodeo. Yeah, so it it was very uh, strange to a lot of people that he did this. And in fact, uh, he was one of the ones who died on the Titanic. But mm. his actions were called into question uh, when this entire thing was being investigated. Mm. Maybe he knew he screwed the pooch. Yeah, uh, people actually suggested that he uh, committed suicide before um, before like the ship actually down. finished uh, sinking because he blamed himself for this. I mean, either way, if it, even if it wasn't on purpose kind of thing. Right, that's s- something that is on your conscience forever. Yeah. There was also a certain nonchalance of the captain and crew, mm-hmm. however... Uh, so there was an overall sense of levity amongst people at first, even as they loaded lifeboat, lifeboats. Like they're, they still had like this idea that it was an unsinkable ship kind of thing. Yeah. Um, now it's suggested that Captain Smith wasn't as calm as well as a few other people, but for the most part, uh, there there was this, you know, joking that they were safer on the ship, mm-hmm. being like, oh yeah, you know. Someone will come and get us, that sort of thing. Uh, it's it's not that bad because, again, it's an unsinkable yeah. ship, right? Uh, but it definitely wasn't. Until, you know, it breaks in half. <laughs> yeah. Until, like, it's literally hoisted into the sky. Because of how badly it's sinking. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Like, And some people even thought that the sinking was a joke. They're like, oh, yeah, this is like a false alarm or something. Oh, definitely wasn't. Right. It's in the bottom of the ocean right now, being eaten by barnacles. What? That's where the Titanic is? Yep. Spoiler alerts, Miranda, come on. I'm sorry. It's one of those things where I think it happened long enough ago. You should know about it. You should know about it. Because I definitely remember learning about it in school almost every year. Oh, yeah. Well, in, in like, third grade, they uh, uh-huh. they did this, like, entire Titanic thing with and our And they made us put our hands class. in ice water. It was very yeah. weird. Uh my my class did a thing where um they kind of like the teacher like separated the uh classroom and like mm-hmm, had people mm-hmm. uh they focused a bit on the classism actually yeah, yeah, that no, too they like did that which with us ticket too. you'd get and everything yeah. yeah except they didn't um instead of you know doing it by how it actually would have been done in real life they instead had us just draw names out of like a hat kind of thing yeah Instead of profiling their students uh, into classes, which was a little smarter, they instead just put everyone's name in a hat and was like, okay, these people are all, uh, or like, not our names in a hat, actually, they put like what the class is in a hat, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and you drew a ticket, basically, out of a hat. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like, you're first class, and this is, you know... Yeah, um, my my teacher gave us like little profiles of some of the people who were like... Yeah, yeah, we got those too. Yeah, and so we had Didn't to Didn't we have the same third play. grade teacher? Did you have Miss Holland? Yeah. Oh, we did. Oh, my God, Ashlyn. <laughs> I don't know who you had for third grade. <laughs> you don't pay attention to every teacher I've ever had. 
I really don't. Look at her sister, Ari. I don't even remember every teacher I've had. Me either. <laughs> I didn't remember her name until you said it. Oh, no. I thought you had Miss Lewis. I know, I know, I know Matt is. had Miss Lewis. Well, no, oh, that's right. She was Miss Pidia by the time that I did not you have had her. So, yeah, you didn't have her. That was just Matt. Anywho, moving on. <laughs> you guys know my thir our, our, our elementary school teachers, right? Okay, cool. Uh, okay, so there was also a, uh, a little uh, question about, you know, steering the ship towards a ship that was about five miles off that multiple survivors spotted. The Titanic did not steer towards that ship. Mm -hmm. During the time that, you know, it was like they could still move. Yeah. Even as they were taking on uh, thousands awesome. of pounds of water yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> per second. Um, so it suggested that they thought the ship there was the Californian. Because, again, it, in this theory, the Californian was supposed to be there waiting for them. Uh -huh. However, the ship that was actually there about five miles away was the Samson, which was an illegal whaling boat. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so they didn't go get the survivors uh, when they saw the rockets because they were not supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Californian, this is one of the interesting parts of the conspiracy theory I found. Uh, so despite there being a coal strike, the Californian had plenty of coal. Like, it was, it was loaded up with coal. Weird. It had set off about five days before the Titanic with only her crew on board. So, like, there weren't passengers. Weird. Uh, en route to the U.S., and it was carrying, like, woolen sweaters and blankets. Okay. Interesting. Suppose Why was it prepared for that? Right. Uh, and the Californian was stopped mid-sea the night of April 14th, reportedly to avoid icebergs and things like that. Mm. Now, this year was not particularly like problematic for icebergs. That should also be I thought you were talking about like this year and I was like, okay. Yeah, no, the polar ice caps are melting. Uh, no. <laughs> ah! Anyway. Uh, no, but 1912 was yeah. not a particularly bad year for icebergs either. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of weird to me that they would be stopped out there. But then again, I am not a ship captain. So I don't know. Uh, passengers were also reportedly being told not to worry. Again, going to the levity of the situation. Uh, and someone joked that um, if they were still on the ship by morning, the Californian would pick them up. How would they have known it was the Californian? <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Now, to be fair, um, I have not confirmed the source of that question. Um, and one of my sources for some of this material, including that little quote, was a particularly biased uh, documentary I was watching on Amazon Prime. So, um, might not want to necessarily take that into consideration. But I found it very suspect. Hmm. And it could have been said. <laughs> Now we're getting in hearsay. Sorry, guys. Uh, this is the A-plus reporting I bring, or research that I bring here. An officer on the Californian, uh, again, so the Californian had actually seen the white rockets, and an officer on the Californian reported seeing them to the captain of the Californian, but was brushed off. The officer in question, Herbert Stone, was upset by the fact that his captain wasn't, you know, paying attention to the fact that he saw white rockets. Uh, and he told a colleague, a ship is not going to fire rockets at sea for nothing. Mm -hmm. So the captain was like being nonchalant, again, lending to the idea that the Californian blatantly ignored the distress signals because they were supposed to be waiting for the colored rockets from the Titanic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, the half full lifeboats. Now, th that one, like some people would th say, uh, that kind of points to a conspiracy. Yeah. However, I'm not so certain because in the event of a cons like you're conspiring to actually have this ship uh -huh. gone, why wouldn't you have put like a couple more lifeboats on there? Yeah. Like, cause I'm sure they didn't 
want all those like if it was insurance fraud uh-huh i don't think oh, they, no, they were definitely wanting didn't. everyone else to die because then they have to pay out to all those families yeah and then they get looked at uh yeah. there's a there's huge a investigation huge and and there was a giant investigation following this i didn't really go into it in my research uh-huh. but uh there's also like some stuff that was said in the hearings that people used to point to the idea that it was insurance fraud yeah um and that it was almost covered up by the british uh government and because mm. uh the because jp morgan was who he was uh basically yeah. he kind of had like a hold on a lot of financials and everything because he was not only the owner of white star line but he was like the banker yeah as well like yeah so there's a lot of theories on that. I didn't really get into that. I apologize, but I'm also brain dead today. So we're taking what we can get, right? Anyway, so the half full lifeboats. Yeah. Uh, lifeboats were only ever really meant to ferry passengers to alternative ships in the event of a sinking. So this, uh, so having only a few lifeboats. Yeah, you mentioned you know, earlier. Would be standard practice. And the Titanic was sinking f- significantly faster than anyone had planned. So how fast does a ship normally sink? Not this fast. It doesn't normally oh. take on seven uh, long tons of water I per second. I don't know. I 15,000 pounds. Over 15,000 pounds Maybe that's water. where I got the 15,000. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I believe like they can only uh, disperse like two... Uh, one or two long tons of water at, at be pump. I believe they could only pump out about yeah. one or two long tons of water uh, from the ship at a time. So they're taking on a significant amount more than that. Yeah. So it's causing them to sink more. So they had pumps on this ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, you know, you could get water out. I just don't know how long it typically takes a ship to sink. Not just two hours, especially a strip of this size that has 16 compartments. But keep in mind, five or six of these were taking on water at a time. So. uh, And if they had seen the Samson, it's likely that they expected the boat to come to them when they uh, set off the flares. Mm -hmm. And so then having half full lifeboats wouldn't matter that much because then they could ferry the... Then back and forth. I mean, also, Samson was only five miles off. Also, if the crew was inexperienced, they could have just been freaked out. And yeah, and that's uh, what it's usually suggested as uh, is that the crew wanted to err on the side of caution. Again, citing the twenty-eight passengers that were on the first lifeboat that was launched. Yeah, as opposed to sixty-eight that it could have held and should have held. There was also ample opportunity to make the switch. Uh, So the Titanic was nearing completion in Belfast, like I said, when the Olympic came in from its second collision. And the work on the Titanic was actually halted in an attempt to fix the uh, already operating Olympic. Yeah. One of the Titanic's designated propellers was actually used in these repairs as well. Hmm. And in March of 1912, both ships were docked in Belfast and swapping the net and swapping the necessary identification, like the menus, nameplates on the boat and lifeboats, stuff like that, would have only required a small crew and a couple of days. And so it's incredibly likely that no one would have noticed. Yes. Now, there is, like, some evidence against that theory. Like, again, you could say the uh, the crew is just inexperienced. Yeah. Um, it could be, you know, J.P. Morgan was actually ill and... Uh, you know, the billionaires were also ill. In fact, the fact that Jay, uh, Jay Bruce Ismay did die on the ship hmm. uh, yeah. could be cited. The fact that Captain Smith died on the ship yeah. could be cited as evidence against this uh, because it did become a large-scale tragedy. Why wasn't there more uh, planning yeah. involved in this? Um, because... I would like to believe that the greed of man wouldn't go that far. I like to believe. And I've done too many conspiracy theories to believe that it wouldn't go that far, so I, I get it. Yeah, I it, like to believe the greed of man wouldn't have sacrificed that many lives 
Yeah, I'm. I'm. So the Titanic itself is kind of like viewed as this uh, hubris of mankind, you know, that led to its downfall, yeah. sort of thing. Oh, like the um, part where they um, <coughs> locked the gate to the third class so they couldn't get out. That's yeah. That's insane. Honestly, I I can't remember if that's like accurate or not. It wouldn't surprise me. But there were actually a lot of like crew members like being like, "Hey, okay, tell the people to get on their life vests now. Tell them to do this." Uh, even before the lifeboats were being yeah. loaded up and everything. Um, the guy that I met, the officer at the beginning, who had estimated it only had two hours. Um, his name was Andrews, and he uh sometimes gave a little conflicting information i think it was partially because he probably was in shock about all of this mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. because of how much water it was taking on um again i uh smith captain smith had actually edward smith had been in collisions before nearly yeah. sunk a ship before uh but he still believed that ships were virtually uh unsinkable at this time like he'd said mm -hmm. that before everything I've ever heard or seen. There's a lot of media out there. I know this is 1912. There's not that much media, but uh, media has told me that ships are incredibly sinkable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially like Smith. Smith should know that. But the thing is, is even with the Olympia's or sorry, even with the Olympics uh, damage and like a ship running into it. Yeah. Like putting a giant hole in the side of it. Uh, it didn't sink. Okay, well. So, I, I could understand him taking that away. Uh, you can't sink a ship. I had a whole ship run into my ship. Yeah, but it was, honestly, since the Titanic could have withstood two of those compartments being f filled, it's entirely likely that the Olympic only had one compartment that was mm -hmm. damaged and all of this, which would have made it so it would still float. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was nuts. And there's there's a lot of physics stuff that goes into the whole Titanic sinking, too. Like, the fact that the ship technically broke into, like, three parts. Yeah. And uh, there's so many logistics there. It's an incredible study if you really want to, like, go in, mm -hmm. into depth mm -hmm. on the details. I really wanted to focus on the conspiracy part well, here. Yes, because that is what kind um, of podcast we are. What? Sometimes you get very into the scientific fact, and we're not here for that. We are here for the spoops and the spoops alone. Well, thanks, Miranda. Yep. Well, in researching this, however, I came across another conspiracy theory. Uh -huh. Um, This one I did not go too into depth into. I might do a future uh, episode on this. But it's with um, one of the most infamous conspiracy theory perpetrators oh. perpetrating groups oh QAnon oh great what did they have to say about the Titanic so they claimed that JP Morgan wasn't on there because he planned to sink the ship no, like he said yeah however this was in an assassination attempt to kill off some of his competitors like still there were a few billionaires on the ship uh like uh I'm done one that was named Guggenheim. There's a couple it, other no, stuff. I'm over it. A couple other people. Um, yeah. And that's a whole other conspiracy theory. And, like, some of the stuff I read about it is absolutely insane and wild. Like, some of this, okay. this theorizing. Well, again, we've, we've discussed about QAnon before and how they will take, like, existing conspiracy theories and incorporate them yeah. into their own to kind of perpetuate this idea of the deep state and whatnot. Gross. Uh, and don't listen to QAnon. Okay, that's that's our firm stance. Don't listen to them. It gets nuts. Um, but I am not above taking some of what they say and kind of making fun of it. Oh, um, well, yeah. Because we don't advocate violence here. Or no. spreading we real misinformation. We advocate stupid. We shouldn't say we advocate for making fun of people either, but That's um, stupid. just there there was an insane amount of logic twisting uh, from what I read uh, about how QAnon thinks about the Titanic conspiracy. And so it seems like they've co-opted this one uh, and tried to make it about, uh, you know, J.P. Morgan trying to take over the world financially. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> so fact or fiction we've talked about this a little bit um what what are your thoughts now that that i've told you about even the the QAnon conspiracy I'm ignoring that completely <laughs> fair um idea honestly i do think it is plausible uh that something some part of it could have been an insurance thing but all in all i still think it was just a huge tragedy that happened mm-hmm. um I per, part of me doesn't want to buy into a conspiracy theory regarding such a tragic, tragic such event. a tragic a tragic event because there's so many people who died, innocent people who died. Right. I and it feels disrespectful. To, I don't know to say that I buy in. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, uh, honestly, I don't necessarily think it's disrespectful, mainly because. It wouldn't have been their fault regardless. No, I know. You know, like they, they are still the victims in this situation and no, they should absolutely. be respected as such. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, it, it really just becomes a question of like the hu- hubris of man or the evils of man, you know, mm-hmm. like or the greed. I guess not necessarily. Greed is a root yeah. of evil. I understand that. Uh, so maybe it's more the greed, however, than the evils, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because... Again, if this was a conspiracy, uh, they they wouldn't have planned for these people to die. However, yeah. could have been better executed if it was planned. So, yeah. And granted, already, oh sorry. Oh, and granted, they uh, they they knew enough at the time, you know, to kind of plan against some of it. So, are you ready for my Titanic conspiracy? Yes, yes, Miranda. Okay. Please, please. So- Set us off on your so, your movie. The year is nineteen twelve. You got this big old boat called the Titanic uh-huh. Uh-huh. for all the rich people. Mm-hmm. You have this Bonnie and Clyde esque couple. Oh no, no! One knows they're a couple because one of them is disguised as a little riffraff kind of guy. His name is Jack, Jack Black. <laughs> Not black. It's just Jack. Uh, his name is Jack. And and then his socialite girlfriend, or at least she's pretending to be a socialite girlfriend, is named Rose. Now, she has gotten herself fake engaged to this rich jerk guy because he's going to give her this big old diamond thing on a necklace. So she's a femme fatale. Yes. With her accomplice, Jackie Boy. Little Jackie Paper. In a dramatic turn of events. They sink the ship for the insurance money. (laughs) What? (laughs) And to cover up their dastardly deeds. Jack does not die at the end of the movie. You all think he dies. He's actually trained himself to... um, Oh, I I thought you were going to say there was enough room for him. (laughs) Well, there was. But he also... So everybody thought he died. He trained himself to withstand Mm -hmm. extreme cold temperatures um, in water. And, um, yeah, so everybody thought he, like, sank into the ocean and died. Mm-hmm. No, he popped up about 20 feet away, got on a different lifeboat. They met up in New Jersey. In Jersey. Had a good laugh. And uh, that's how they jipped everybody out of their money. <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but... Again, the stories surrounding the Titanic. I remember. Oh, God, there's so many. And it honestly, that is the fact that there's so many different stories from mm-hmm. people who survived the Titanic or had family members who survived. The or Titanic. just observing some of the people who, uh, who died it, on the Titanic. It's it, it just goes to remind you that there are other people who have rich, full lives. Well, and how some people responded to this, too. Um Gosh, I can't remember which one it was. It could have been Murdoch. It could have been Andrews. It could have been Smith even. Uh, once, like, some of the lifeboats were done, th- uh, they began throwing over, like, some of the lounge chairs and everything yeah. that were on because they wanted to try and, get, like, get people out of the water if they could. Yeah. But that's not what I was saying. I, I, what I'm saying is it goes to remind you that a, a lot of people just kind of survive in life not under the assumption that the world revolves around them, but their world does revolve around them. And sometimes we forget that we're all self-centered in the end. Well, exactly. But that's just because that's how our lives are. They're we're literally only seeing... centered around ourselves. Yeah. Um, it just reminds you that 
there are people that you've never even met who have rich, full lives that, and they all have stories and they all have their own stories. Mm -hmm. And, and you can go through the same event as somebody else and they'll have an entirely different account of that event. Mm -hmm. And it's insane and cool. I love stories. That's why I like reading so much. Okay. You nerd. <laughs> this is when Miranda likes movies. Well, if you <laughs> have a, uh, I don't know, a tragic event. Um, uh, if you have an event or, or, or your own take. Or your own take on this theory or anything. It's, it's been a while, Ashton, okay? I'm getting back <laughs> used to doing this. Uh, feel free to email us. You can email us at matterthanacaterpillar.gmail.com. You can also visit us on our Instagram at matterthanacaterpillar. Or if you know any really compelling stories from the Titanic or something, mm. you know, feel free to, to message them to us or link, up, link us to them. Uh, you can send those on to uh, our Twitter at matterthanacat. We also have a Facebook page that's uh, at ITYW podcast or I'll tell you what with a period instead of ellipses. And we've got that TikTok going on. Uh, we should be doing some more st fun stuff with that soon. Sure. Uh, I'll be posting on it without Miranda's knowledge. It'll be no. great. Uh, <laughs> and that is at Matter Than a Caterpillar on there. And with that, I'll leave you with this. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your friends. Tell the FBI agent listening through your phone. And tell J.P. Morgan, who's living in your closet. And... Good night. There better not be any billionaires living in my closet. I'm going to fight them. <laughs> Give me the money. <laughs>